You're listening to Barter with Christine with your host, profit improvement expert, Christine Radovich. Listen live each Monday at 2 as Christine talks with business owners on how to increase cash flow and grow profits. You're listening to the Barter with Christine show. I'm your host, Christine Radovich. Happy Monday, everyone. Well, it is April Fool's Day, but there is no fooling around here today. It's actually going to be quite serious. I am, however, I'm changing things up just for today because it's April Fool's. It's no joke. Uh, But I am actually going to not going to be interviewing a guest or even really talking much about barter at all. I want to take time today to discuss something that is really important and needs to be shared. I want to bring uh, you some fresh content each week and valuable information. So today's show is not really um, just not going to be focused on barter. I'll touch on it later, but I have something of greater importance that needs to be shared. And I'm also going to share my question of the week with you later on in today's show. But I want to discuss something that was in the news this past weekend and do sort of a public service announcement, more like a safety awareness message. And this really Um, impacts everyone. So uh, I want you to just listen and take in this information. So the only kind of barter I'm looking for today is that you take this information and share it with someone else. Um, So I'm not sure if you saw this on the news or not, but the most horrific nightmare came true for a Robbinsville, New Jersey family this past Friday when they learned that their daughter, Samantha Josephson's body was found in a field by some local hunters in Columbia, South Carolina, where she was attending the University of South Carolina. But um, after, after a night out with friends, she mistakenly got into a car that she believed was her rideshare with Uber. I I did not know this young lady, but I am just devastated that this happened, and I want to share this with you to bring awareness to a real uh, serious problem. Since Uber and Lyft have become so popular, especially with younger generations, unfortunately, so has a criminal element that has found its way into corrupting the use of these great services. But there's a serious problem with people impersonating Uber and Lyft drivers, luring people into vehicles in order to commit crimes ranging from robbery, assault, sexual assault, and now murder. Um, So... Now, you may be thinking you maybe didn't hear much about this or that it doesn't happen all that often or you think this is an isolated interest, um, you know, incident, but complaints about fake rideshare drivers victimizing customers are on the rise in mostly big cities across the country. And, it, and if you're thinking right now that you've never used these services or don't intend to, please do not make the mistake of thinking that what I'm about to share with you today is not important because it could be your son or daughter, niece, nephew, neighbor, or grandchild that could make a simple and honest mistake that could end up costing them their life. So please take a few minutes and just listen to what I'm going to share with you today. Now, I became aware of this problem last May when I was visiting New Orleans for a convention, and my friend and I were leaving our hotel at 3.30 a.m. to head out to the airport. 
So my friend, who is a petite little blonde bombshell, she made her way out of the lobby before I did by about maybe 10 or 15 seconds or paces. You know, and just, just as I was stepping outside, my friend was approached by a man impersonating a rideshare. His eyes were focused on her, and he asked her if she was headed to the airport, obviously, because she was pulling her luggage. And just as I stepped out of the hotel door a few steps behind her. Now, I knew this was not our Uber driver, but I realized at that moment that she didn't know because I didn't share that information with her because the, the confirmation from the app was on my phone. So I knew what the Uber driver was going to look like, his vehicle and his tag number. So I immediately shot this guy a look while at the same time, thankfully, our real Uber driver stepped up and intervened on our behalf. So just as this was happening, a black SUV with dark tinted windows pulled up and this man jumped into that vehicle and they sped away very quickly. And we happened to notice that that vehicle wasn't even tagged in Louisiana. Therefore, it wasn't even a legitimate, you know, you know, somebody trying to steal the Uber rideshare. I had this very dark feeling that something more sinister was at play here. So after realizing what just happened, our Uber driver said, this happens a lot. And he he told us how so many times, you know, he might be sitting somewhere and girls just jump in his vehicle and it's not even his, his pickup. It's not even his ride. So um, I just thought, my gosh, you know, I don't understand why people aren't more aware. So I immediately, when this happened, I called the hotel to alert them of what just happened. And they told me this was an ongoing problem. They were aware of it. And they were going to call the police to report the incident. Folks, this could have went terribly wrong. All too often these days, people are busy being distracted by their cell phones, conversations, listening to their iPods with their their earphones in their ear, being under the influence when they're leaving a club, etc. And more times than not, they never verify their driver or their vehicle. Or, or something as simple and innocent as my friend who was just a few steps ahead of me, not knowing who our scheduled Uber driver and vehicle were. She could have easily gotten into that wrong vehicle and had our real Uber driver not been there because I was a few paces behind her, who knows what could have happened? I don't even want to think about that. So this is this story has really resonated with me, and I figured I would take an opportunity just to give back today. Um, you know, barter is usually about trading things, and really today, I just I just want to trade some information with you, and I'm hoping that you will take the information I'm about to share with you, and just share it with other people, get the word out. We need to look out for each other. So that's why I'm committed to doing this different show today. You know, making sales is great. Talking about barter is great. But, you know, for the greater good, um, I, I just felt it was really important today to get this out there. So now remember when I just said you probably think that this doesn't happen all that often. Well, here are some occurrences, just to name a few, that are, so, and there are so many more incidences that do not make it into the news. So these are just a few that I discovered, you know, while I was doing my research. In December of 2017, in Honolulu, Hawaii, a man posed as an Uber driver, then robbed and assaulted his passengers. The passengers were waiting outside and were in the process of requesting an Uber when a man approached them. They got in. 
About five miles later, sources say the driver stopped his car near this middle school and hopped out. He then demanded payment from the group. They say another vehicle then pulled up behind them and a man and a woman got out to join the confrontation. So now this passenger uh, or these passengers, they were being assaulted by three suspects. Um, So there was a 23-year-old victim. They assaulted him until he gave up his cash and his cell phone. And then the suspects got back into their vehicles and took off. That was in Honolulu, Hawaii. Now, this past September, Chicago police are warning anybody about using ride-sharing services like Uber or Lyft after a rash of fake ride-share drivers robbing passengers. This was so prevalent out there that they had to they had to, you know, put out a warning. They had at least 7 robberies all during the early morning hours. The robbers pretended to be ride-share drivers and robbed victims by force or at gunpoint. So that's Chicago. Now, August 2018, a man in Maryland was robbed at gunpoint by two men posing as what he thought to be his Uber driver and another passenger. Again, he got into the wrong vehicle. Here's another incident. But I wanted to read this one to you. So this happened August of 2018, Las Vegas. When a man posing as an Uber driver allegedly abducted a local woman from the Strip in Las Vegas, Nevada, she made a brave escape from a moving car. So uh, her name here, Elizabeth Suarez, her traumatic experience began on a mid-July night at, at the Park MGM. She booked an Uber to take her home after a night out with a childhood friend. So now these are her words. So I get the notification from my phone saying that the Uber is arriving soon, so head out to the valet. She saw a car matching the description on the app, and he gestures over to me. I open the car door, and I say, hi, are you here for Liz? And he says, yeah, get in. She didn't realize he wasn't her ride until they were on the road, and she got a call from the real Uber driver who was looking for her outside the park, the MGM park. So she wrote, my heart sank because I knew I was in the wrong car. I have no idea who this is. I'm in trouble. Frightened and not wanting to spook the man behind the wheel, she tells the real Uber driver all is well and hangs up, then tries to get her driver to let her out. I'm just thinking airport, just a lit area, even a gas station. I don't care. She says, sir, anywhere is fine. You can just drop me off here. He ignored her and kept driving. She posted this on her Snapchat story, hoping to silently alert friends she was in trouble. So then she thought, well, if he's going to kidnap her, well, then what? Rape? Kill me? Anything? All these thoughts were going through her head and she froze. Afraid of what the driver might do if he heard her on her phone, she did not call the police. That was a big mistake. She said she was just trying to stay calm and make her next move. So she takes a side profile picture of him. His, her flash goes off, startles him, and that's when he starts cursing. Give me your wallet. Give me your phone. Give me everything you have. She threw her wallet at him but kept her phone. Instead of letting her out, he sped up. That's when she opened the car door. It was inlo- unlocked, thankfully, and she just jumped out without thinking. Now, she suffered a head injury, a fractured wrist, and badly broken ankle as a result of jumping out of the car. 
but she is alive today. That's frightening. And, you know, if you're if you're hearing this, you know, I, I don't know what it takes for people to wake up and realize this. These are not isolated incidences. These are happening. An Arizona woman said she was robbed by a man posing as an Uber driver while on a recent trip to Atlanta, Georgia. She said the man was waiting in a designated rideshare pickup zone at the Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport. People were everywhere, just jumping in and out of cars, she said. While waiting for her ride, a man who she assumed drove for Uber rolled down his window, asking if she needed a rideshare. He said, well, what was the last guy charging you? And she told him, like, $36. And he said, well, I'll charge you $25. And so then she said, well, you're not on my app. And he said, well, you can just pay me in cash. So here she is trying to save money. She loaded up her car with all of her luggage and hopped in. She expressed how she had been sick, so the driver offered to stop so she could buy some soup. She got out, she walked into the store, and guess what? When she came back, he was gone, along with $10,000 worth of her belongings, including her phone. She was left stranded with just the clothes on her back in an unfamiliar neighborhood with no way to contact her friends or family. She had everything in that vehicle. Again, these are just a few incidents that have made their way into the news media, but this is a serious problem that needs to be addressed. So first, we need to create awareness. This recent case with Samantha Josephson was not an isolated incident. These things are happening all over the country. Hawaii, Maryland, Illinois, Vegas, Nevada, Atlanta, Georgia, New Orleans are just a few of the incidents I have mentioned. It's important to bring awareness to this new level of danger where, quite frankly, anyone can be a victim that has to rely on these methods of transportation. And they've gained popularity because, let's face it, when you go to a city that you're traveling to for convention, uh, you know, you know, or a business trip or something like that, you know, you don't want to rent a car for the whole week that you're out there because you know you need to get from the airport to your hotel. And then, you know, and I've had this happen before, the car just sits in the parking garage for days because you you can get to everything you need within walking distance or you're so busy that you don't even or so tired by the end of the day after a business convention, you really don't have the drive to go out and go do anything. Um, so you're paying for that rental car for a couple of days and you're not really utilizing it to its fullest extent. So that's why I think these these rideshare programs have, have gained such popularity because they're saving people money, but there's an inherent risks associated with using them. And until, you know, the apps get better and and thankfully, they have employed um, good protections as, as far as they can in describing the vehicle driver and and the, the color of the vehicle and the license plate. We as passengers are not doing our part in making sure that we're getting in the right cars, uh, you know, at least when, you know, we're distracted or, you know, very innocently, I failed to give that information to my friend and she could have easily stepped into that other vehicle. So second, we have to be vigilant and situationally aware. Now, I train people in Krav Maga, and the first thing I teach is how to be situationally aware. We have to get the cell phones, 
get our nose out of the cell phones while we're walking to our cars or even sitting in the parking lot in the car. You know, when your nose is in that phone, you're not looking at the guys walking around your vehicle or coming up to you. And if you didn't have a chance to lock your door, boom, you could be a victim that quickly. So I want to talk more about this when we come back from our break. So um, we're going to go to break. And if you'd like uh, a free tip sheet, we can send you to weloveourcustomers.biz slash barter for a free tip sheet on seven little known ways that you can grow your business without costing you a penny. I always recommend that you go there and do that. Uh, But stay with us. And I'm actually also going to give our toll-free number, 888-329-3306. So if you're listening today and you have had an experience or you have information that you would like to share, please call in. I know a lot of people like to just listen but please get involved. If you want to give us a call, I'll take your call. I'll try to get you on the air. I don't know how how busy the phones will be or maybe won't be, but 888-329-3306 is the phone number today if you'd like to weigh in on this topic. And we'll be right back. Jim, your restaurant looks great. You have a lot of new customers. Thanks, Dan. Things have really turned around. What changed? I joined Atlantic Barter, one of the area's oldest and largest barter exchanges in the Mid-Atlantic region. They really helped me grow my business. How did they help you? Well, through them, I traded restaurant meals in exchange for things like advertising and pest control services. They saved me thousands of dollars already. Do you think my business could benefit? Absolutely. The painter I used on trade to paint my restaurant picked up a cash job from one of my customers. That's great. I need new customers. Give them a call at 302-654-5650 or visit AtlanticBarter.com. They work with all kinds of businesses. I'm calling today. I definitely want to save some cash. I don't know why I haven't done this before. Be smarter, think barter. Visit them on the web at AtlanticBarter.com to build barter into your business plan. Call 302-654-5650. That's 302-654-5650. My name is Joe Ball. I am 88 years old. 88 years old. I don't look that old, except in the mirror. I've been in business over 61 years, aiding small and medium-sized firms with their advertising and related needs. I'm still at it. You can benefit from my lifetime experiences. Call me personally at 484-562-0060. That's 484-562-0060. Or see www.phillybizmedia.com. That's www.phillybizmedia.com. Make your contact soon. For obvious reasons, I'm 88 years old. 484-562-0060. You're back listening to Barter with Christine. I'm your host, Christine Radovich. And today, April Fool's Day, not much in the mood for playing pranks. Um... We're talking about a real serious topic here today. I decided to change things up and do a public safety awareness message about the real risks of taking ride shares uh, due to um, some devastating news that occurred over the weekend where Samantha Josephson lost her life 
uh, by mistakenly getting into the wrong rideshare vehicle uh, this past week. So in discussing that, um, you know, again, I just want to reiterate that that was not an isolated incident. Uh, There are crimes taking place all across the country. While we were on break just now, I Googled again, and here is a 75-year-old um, you know, Uber driver was beaten and left for dead. So sometimes it's the passengers that uh, are inflicting harm on Uber drivers and not to scare the Uber drivers out there. But, you know, and, and just like with taxi cab drivers, you never really know who you're picking up. And the thought of that is just altogether very frightening in today's age. And, you know, there's... Um, there's a criminal element out there that it's just pure evil, and there's real no reason for it. Um, but you know what I was saying earlier is that we have to be situationally aware, and that means always being aware of your surroundings and the people in it. Um, you know, it's just simple things that you know you might take for granted. But you know, when you go somewhere and you're sitting somewhere. Uh, like I personally, I sit against a wall or toward the back of the room. I like to be able to watch the door and watch everyone coming in. Uh, when I'm at the bus station or the train station, I'm looking around. I'm looking. I'm looking at people. Um, you know, and maybe that's the former law enforcement in me in in in, in knowing how to be situationally aware. But really, it's common sense. Um, you know, when you're jogging. Lose the headphones. I, I, I know you like to run to music, but if you're a female and you've got earphones in, you're setting yourself up to be a victim. That's uh, the plain and simple truth of the matter. There are so many different little simple things that you can do just to keep yourself from being a victim. So that's why I'm hoping that if today's message just reaches one person and they make a change and they're more vigilant and more um, situationally aware, then maybe we can prevent them from being a victim. Um, so, you know, these apps, okay, so they do send you pictures of your driver and their vehicle along with the tag number, but it's not good enough to just ask the driver, are you my Uber? As you heard in, in one of those things that I read earlier, you can't just ask, you know, are you my rideshare? Yeah, get in. That doesn't work. I'm sorry, but that's not acceptable. It's not good enough to see a blue vehicle pull up and assume it's the blue car that is supposed to arrive. You should always verify the tag number of the car that is supposed to arrive. Make the driver say your name and his name before you get in. If they're too lazy to do it or you have any inkling of a bad feeling, do not get into that vehicle. You should have the right to protect yourself at all costs. And, you know, I'm really not happy about uh, these apps. Like Uber has a cancellation charge now. And I've taken Uber several times. Uh, But I think I'm a little bit different because I am skillfully trained, Uh, you know, so I'm always situationally aware and I'm also prepared, you know, and I I try to teach this with people. And if if you're not carrying mace on your keychain, you need to. Maybe you don't want to carry mace. (coughs) Excuse me. Carry a Brutus. A Brutus is a small little thing. It looks like a keychain. It's, got, it's plastic. It's got pointy ears. It's almost like brass knuckles. You can put your fingers in there. And for $10, you've got something on your keychain that you can actually use as, as a serious weapon for you know against anybody that tries to attack you. So I advocate for that. You should always have some level of protection. Um, but again, 
Now, here's the other thing. If you're with friends, uh, this is my mistake, and this is why I want to share this. If you're with friends and you're calling a ride share, make sure your friends also know the, the picture of the driver, the color of the vehicle, and the tag number. Make sure you're all on that same page because it's a difference of a couple of paces. You're intoxicated leaving a club, you know, and you're having fun and you're lighthearted and you're laughing. You're not thinking about the possible elements of danger that that could be out there for you. So make sure everyone in your group has that information. That was a strong lesson that I learned last May. And if I'm ever traveling with anybody, uh, I'm going to make sure they know who the Uber driver is that's supposed to arrive because I would never want that to happen. So that's important. Um, Now, you know, so the crimes go both ways. As I mentioned, there are, you know, passengers that also have been arrested for assaults and robberies. You just have to be careful, just like you would if you were taking the subway in New York or walking through an unfamiliar city. You have to be in control and, and aware of your surroundings. So don't be so engrossed that you lose sight of these things. Your self-defense is always first and most important. And guess what? Yes, you can take self-defense on trade. So we have you know providers in the network if you want to learn some self-defense skills. It doesn't have to cost you a fortune. If you're a business owner or you have a skill set or that vacation rental property and you want to trade downtime and get yourself trained in a nice skill set that's going to help save your life, then so be it. There you go. You can trade for self-defense. Um, but again, get your get yourself enrolled in a class or get your child enrolled in a self-defense class. Do what you need to do to protect yourself and your loved ones. So the other thing you can do, obviously, is use a limo service. Uh, We have several limo companies on trade. You will pay more than what you would with a rideshare, for sure, but you have the peace of mind in knowing that these problems are just not happening within the limousine industry. Drivers are carefully vetted and screened, and it's hard to impersonate a stretch limo driver. <laughs> but if you're taking a town car, yeah, I would still make sure to verify who the driver is before getting in. Now, also with these rideshare companies, I want to take it, you know, one step further. Um, you know, we did talk, you know, about these cancellation fees, but I, I think that's absolutely ridiculous because you should never feel uncomfortable getting in the car with a driver that accepts your assignment if you feel uncomfortable when that person shows up. Um, I have canceled trips before because I didn't like the way the driver looked. And I thought, you know what, I am not getting in a car with that man. Um, So if, if, you know, if that's the case, and you get a cancellation charge, you can dispute that with the company later. And maybe if enough of us speak up, or write a letter to these rideshare companies and say, look, we should be able to choose who our rideshare driver is. You know, wouldn't it be so much nicer if we could click on that app and then have a list of maybe eight drivers in the area and see their pictures and their rating and their bios and select who we want? I think that would be easier. So maybe they need to change their software. Well, anyway... I wanted to bring this information to you today. If you do me any favor, please, I implore you, share this podcast or this information with at least three other people or better yet, post it on your social media page. Uh, Let's get the word out there. Let's not be victims. Uh, Let's save a life or prevent someone else from being a victim. That was my message to you today. And as always, uh, be smarter, think barter. Thank you.